Well, hey there, listener. Welcome to Rewind Cinema, the Hi. podcast. Hi there. Uh, <laughs> welcome again. Thanks for joining us. This is the podcast where we go back in time and we randomly select a movie to watch and give our uneducated opinions about. Mm-hmm. We are here. Episode 10 of season two. I mean, we've had some mini-sodes, mm-hmm. but this is technically the October of 1998 episode. Mm-hmm. We're focusing on a film that was released, as I just said, in October 1998. John Carpenter's. Why do directors have to do that? I don't know. This is Just, brand. Here we go. John Carpenter's Vampires. You look like shit, Montoya. Where are you going? South. You love her that much. We make the perfect couple, Jack. You're not leaving! Padre, back off. No. Don't make me come over there and beat the shit out of you, Padre. Back off! She's a vampire, Jack! Rule number one. If your partner is ever bitten by a vampire, never, ever let him live. Padre. I'm not a slayer anymore, Jack. Besides, the way I figure it, two of you got plenty to do cleaning the rest of them out. Meanwhile, she hides in the back of the van. Out of the sunlight while you make for the border. Try to catch it by nightfall, is that it? I need a vacation, Jack. When did she first bite you? Two days ago. I still covered your ass. Yes, you did. So I'd say I owe you two days back. What'd you say, Padre? You've got two days. <laughs> Vampires. Yeah, um, I'm just going to say right off the top of the bat, Blade came out the same year, and I really wish we had gotten, <laughs> gotten to watch that. <laughs> i got to get my Wesley Snipes fix in. Oh, man. Uh, John Carpenter's Vampires. What, what were you thinking, John? Uh, money. Yeah. I was thinking about some money. I read some trivia that he made like no money in the 90s. Yeah. His movies like failed. This is like the only one that was profitable Yeah, in the 90s. But it was, I don't even think it was profitable opening weekend. It, definitely no. not. Like, no, no. It took it a, a long time to get. It was like $200,000 over their budget. That's what they made or something like that. Man. And he's just, you know, the thing. John Carpenter made the thing. He made uh-huh. Halloween. Like he has some hits. Yeah. And, uh. Are you saying that Vampires is not as good as oh, The Thing? Oh, no, no. I'd never say that. I can't, okay, no, 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 no. All right. I can't get into that I was right about now. to get upset. Sorry, sorry. Uh, <laughs> vampires is probably the, the crowning achievement of... Um, of anyone's of, life. Of really, of anyone's yeah career yeah. in film. Um, so, what's up? Sorry, I kind of started <laughs> talking about it before, but how you doing? I'm I'm fine, man. Okay. I, yeah, it's fine you're talking about it before. We, we don't care. I, it's just, I'm just ready. We're just flowing. Uh, this movie is... I'm frustrated about it. 
I'm excited about <laughs> it. But before we do, have you watched anything recently? Um, you know what? Honestly, no. Um, I finished Glow, a oh, Netflix cool. show. Mark Maron. Mark Maron. Allison Brie is in it. I don't remember the blonde woman's name, but she's very good. She's the lead character aside Allison Brie. Okay. Uh, it's a it's a good show. It does the same thing that I don't like about Orange is the New Black, where it starts with the focus of one character and then just like shoots off into everybody's story, which I guess is fine. But it just I don't know. I I lose sight of that character. What made me enjoy the show because I really love Allison Brie in this show. I think she's amazing. Okay. Uh, but then we just get everyone's story. Like there's almost pretty much everyone in the crew of women wrestlers gets an episode cool i need to watch it it looks great i mean visually it looks cool i've seen the trailers for it as i've browsed around kind of nails the 80s neon man and some of those videos from the real glow if you watch them on youtube are just hilarious i haven't watched them i really need to incredible Mm -hmm. like just amazing so take some time today after we talk and (laughs) and just uh, trust me i will (laughs) go through Go through Glow. Uh, I watched Moonlight. It was pretty good. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's on Amazon Prime. I wasn't blown away by it, but I thought it was a enjoyable. So you're movie. more of the La La Land. No, no, <laughs> no. I mean, I I'm happy that it won. It, it it's it's a very well made, mm-hmm. good movie. Like it it's good. Um, but I, I just as I, we talked about this a while ago, it just wasn't. I didn't think it was just amazing. It didn't just blow my head off at how great it was. It was just mm-hmm. good. It was a good movie. Yeah. And I watched uh, an old Western called Unforgiven made by Clint Eastwood. Mm-hmm. Not that old, but it won a lot of awards. Same issue. Good movie. Really slow. Really quiet, which is a good thing for movies. I'm not against that. But it just wasn't... Didn't have a lot that was... I don't know. Like, one or not. It won Best Picture, I think. Yeah. I need to, like, stop paying attention to what people say. Yeah. About movies. Me too. Just... It's I, ruining my I don't experience. even really try. I just I follow a lot of circles that talk about movies a lot. Yeah, obviously well, we, we have a podcast. movie podcast. So like I get introduced to people's ideas constantly about movies, yeah. and it's like I go in with these preconceived notions of what it should be, and then I get there, I'm like, this is not what they said it was. And that's all I can think about while I'm watching it. Yeah, um, I wish I wasn't so impressionable, but you know that's being American. <laughs> yeah, we just we go to these movies and we wait for something to be bad because we've heard it's bad. We wait for it to be good, mm-hmm. and then it's not, and we're disappointed. And so, I no. just need to to get off the grid basically and stop using the internet. Yeah, altogether. Yeah, we can go like live in a cabin in Oregon <laughs> yeah. or something. I'm gonna go join the uh, the apes, the, uh, <laughs> the apes. In, in Seattle because that's where they live in the forests up there. It's always in, raining in California. Yeah, so yeah, maybe California. Though. Oh, they're on the border of California. Yeah, they're, they're, they're on they the were. West Coast. I don't know they Definitely were. on the yeah. West Coast. Somewhere where it can rain and snow and yeah. in the same day. Yeah, in the same Within day. the same 30 minutes. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right, well, let's get into this movie. Vampires was made in 1998. I guess we liked vampires at the time, and we've always liked yeah. vampires. This was before zombies. Well, I mean, yeah. zombies were big, you know, when the Romero films yeah. came out, but then it, they feel like they kind of went away, and then vampires came in, and then the mummies were around in the 90s, too. Yeah. And then now we're back to zombies pretty much full-time. Full, yeah, all the time. Yeah. And vampires are gone, pretty much. We dipped into vampires again in the in the 2000s with Twilight, but yeah, I I don't know if this movie came out of nowhere because it's just weird. Movies are always released in twos. That's my theory. Blade mm-hmm. came out and Vampires came out. I don't know if that's a theory. I think it's proven. I think it's like totally one true. One studio yeah. hears that whoever produced this movie is making it and they're like, dang, we got to have the same thing to match them. 
Uh, it's very common. I think a lot of people yeah. really know that. Um, especially like with the rise of superhero movies, it's like, how many superhero movies can we do? And they do, and then that's why we have 50 superhero movies. You know what? We should make a superhero movie. <laughs> <laughs> like Stupid Man? Yeah, just Butt Boy. White Dude? <laughs> White Dude. <Yeah. laughs> I saw Captain Underpants a few weeks ago. I really oh, enjoyed yeah, that. Yeah, that's right. See, that that's great. I would I would love to see that. That's an yeah. original an original movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so Vampire's got a 42 on Metascore. I don't see the Rotten Tomatoes score. Do you have that? 37%. 37%. Two stars from Ebert. 6.1 on IMDb. Great. Just great. <laughs> um, cast for this film, James Woods. Uh, obviously, John Carpenter directed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, James Woods, Daniel Baldwin. Uh, as, <laughs> You're as, really <laughs> scraping the bottom of the barrel when you have to mention Daniel Baldwin uh, in a as, second. As Ebert says, the jowliest of the Baldwin brothers. <laughs> and that's just that's a good way so to describe true him. in this movie. He just has this big like bulldog face. I don't know how to describe it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cheryl Lee, who... Hasn't done a lot of stuff, but she's famous for, um, uh, oh my gosh, Twin Peaks. Mm. So mm. Pe- Twin Peaks fans know her from that. I don't know a lot of these other people. Thomas Ian Griffith plays the G- G- John Jan Valak. Jean Valak. Oh, Jean he, Valak. He plays, yeah. so, uh, he's a guy who did a lot of like B movies, just mm-hmm. movies like this, basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is an A-lister. All there's right. just there's not a lot of uh, great people. Yeah, no. I mean, James Woods is kind of it. Yeah. Uh, famous for like Videodrome and stuff like that. Sure. Um, so, I mean, he's not an excellent actor by any means, I think. And but we it, haven't seen much of him because he kind of went off the wall politically. <laughs> like, oh, he did? I don't know. I yeah, don't, I, he just like he railed on Obama constantly. So people, oh, so people, people won't, won't with hire him anymore. Interesting. Yeah. That's a true thing in uh, Hollywood, man. Yeah. You're not a Hollywood lib. Uh, but get he, out of town. He was kind of crazy about <laughs> it. <laughs> you should go read some of the stuff he said. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll look it up. <laughs> yeah. Um, a little bit of trivia, Alec Baldwin actually accepted the role of Montoya for this movie. Really? And he read the script, according to IMDb, mm-hmm. he read the script and was like, nah, I'll give it to Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> and gave it to Daniel. Daniel's so, like in the corner in the back, please, brother, yeah, please. Oh, thank you so thank much. Thank you, Alec. Um, all I will say about Daniel Baldwin, I don't know, I know his face, I don't know him from a lot of stuff. He works a lot. Like, mm-hmm. he's made a living all doing... All the Baldwins do. They do. They, yeah. uh, apart from Alec, his brothers have made a living doing B movies yeah. and C movies, and they Biodome? work. <laughs> Which Baldwin oh, yeah, brother was uh, that? Is that Stephen? I think it's Stephen. Um, yeah, and he he had a, more of a career, but Daniel Baldwin works all the time still now, mm-hmm. and he makes probably a ton of money. Yeah. doing these films like Hallmark ish type movies, Lifetime ish, you know, TV movies, and he probably just makes a killing. Good work if you can get it, man. And I will say they all sound. Exactly the same. They have like deep, gruff. Their voice, voice is just identical. Their brothers make sense, but my, I don't sound like my brother. I don't think their voices are mm. so similar. So maybe whatever. you do, and you just don't realize it. Yeah, maybe I do. Maybe if you talk at the same time, your voices cancel out. It's just <laughs> silence. That's true. We should try it. Uh, did you have any other trivia? Uh, just that it was a twenty million dollar budget, made twenty two point or twenty point two million dollars back, so it was barely in the black. Yeah. Um. This film uh, convinced John Carpenter to stay in directing. He'd been thinking about quitting filmmaking because, in his own words, it had stopped being fun. Vampires kept him in. And man, what what has John Carpenter done since? I don't even remember. Thanks, thanks, John. Thanks, vampires for for making John stay in filmmaking. Even though I agree, what has he done? I'm I'm I uh, I'm looking. I just don't. Back to my question: Why does he feel so confident 
mm-hmm. that he can say, John Carpenter's vampires. Why do people do that? Because he was big, man. It's like Lee Daniels, the butler. Yeah. And who's Lee Daniels? No one knows who you are, <laughs> Lee. And the butler was a crappy movie. It's the... Don't uh, do that, Lee. Don't do it, John. Ego. I mean... He, I mean, man, he made The Thing. He made Christine. I know. He made Escape from New York, which I actually haven't seen. Yeah. Um, Halloween. I, you know, he's got hits, but that doesn't mean you should... Spielberg isn't like Steven Spielberg's Schindler's List. I mean, to be <laughs> fair, you see his name everywhere. You do, but his name is the biggest thing on the poster. But he doesn't. It's like freaking uh, it's a um, Christopher Nolan with Dunkirk. It's like you see his name everywhere. I guess so. I don't James know. Cameron, Avatar. James Cameron's Avatar. But it doesn't say that, does it? I'm sure it somewhere does... somebody. I just said it. I know, but on the poster <laughs> on. The t- you know the title screen of the film. I'm if you look at a poster, I'm sure you would see, you would see their name, but it doesn't say John Carpenter's Vampires. So okay, I'm talking about the artistic thing of John, putting your name. Yeah, Matt okay. Morris's Rewind Cinema. It's like Rewind Cinema by Matt Morris. That's how we're gonna you know, start introing uh, it now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, he's making a video short of Escape from New York. No, he already did in 2016. Oh. Oh, what is that? I don't know. Yeah, Vampires was like his it. last thing. And then Ghosts of Mars, which I've never even heard of. Yeah. The Ward. No idea. Yeah, I don't think he's done well. But, you know, I mean, uh, you do what you love. So <laughs> good for John Carpenter. He did it then, too. John Carpenter's The Ward. I'm going to stop harping on this. <laughs> Just stop, John. You're not that great. He's probably listening right now. So I'm, uh, you broke his heart. Whatever. All right. So we open this wonderful movie in like one of the worst opening sequences ever <laughs> it's it's probably five to ten minutes long it's somewhere in that it, range it is a long setup and they're just it's all these guys like pulling equipment out of this trailer they're in the middle of nowhere in like arizona or something and there's Mexico like or somewhere yeah there's like this weird uh blues music almost like blues rock hey this is cool the man this is a cool movie okay? i wish i could remember what it sounded like it was stuck in my head all night when probably i watched some it. harmonica yeah I don't know. Uh, but they, they come across the house that they call a nest. An abandoned, rickety old house. Yeah, in the middle of nowhere. Uh, James Wood, his name is Jack Crow in the movie. Him and his crew find this nest. They're looking for the master of the nest. So vampires hold up in these houses during the day so they don't fry because vampires can't go out during the day. And the master is always around watching over them or whatever. Each nest has a master. Each nest. And they're so, harder to kill. Yes, they're harder to kill. There's a lot of them. So they bust in and they kill them throughout the day. It takes all day long. They like shoot these harpoons into them that pull them outside. Yeah, it's it's just so uh, not well thought out because oh, if you watch, okay, this is how it happens. James Woods has a killer crossbow that's mm-hmm. super 90s. It's like this plastic looking big silver. Anyway, he shoots them with this metal rod with a big hook, goes through the vampire, and then he they crank like a winch that's connected to a truck. Mm-hmm. And it just drags the fighting, struggling vampire out into the sun. Mm-hmm. But they just didn't think about it. And maybe it's just one of those things. I'm just harping on this. But James Woods does this like 10 times. Mm-hmm. He does it all day. Yeah. It's the only way to kill him. You got to get him out in the sun. But they never show how his arrow is connected to the winch of the truck. It's not. He just. There's a cable. I know there's a cable. Yeah. But you would have to go back and like connect it. Every time, and, and he's he's moving freely about the house. There's not a cable trailing from his gun. I think what they did is they got all of them out in that main area. Remember? I know, I but you would. I'm saying you would have to like 
You would have to connect it every time and run back. You know, just did you want to see that? No, I didn't want to see it. But it just—I'm saying that they—they they don't show a cable trailing from his gun. They don't—it it doesn't matter. It's a crappy movie. You know anyway. what? Ebert actually said that he didn't think there was enough attaching the cord to the the crane. You, you, there you go. Because it—I'm just—I'm kidding. He didn't actually say that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Whatever. I'm just saying. But I think what's more important is how they die. Yes. So they pull him out in the sun, and the, every vampire does the same thing where they put their hands up, like in an X position over their head. They all scream, and then fire just juts out of their forearm. <laughs> out of their forearms. <laughs> and then they burst into flames. Their whole body explodes. And the effect, the practical looks like uh, it's the type of fire that happens when you strike a match. Mm -hmm. Like a really Very red fire. A really bright, or like if you light gunpowder on fire. Mm -hmm. It's. I thought it was cool in the beginning. I was like, oh, that looks pretty good. Yeah. And then you a see lot of 30 times. A lot of times it looks really bad. Especially at the end. Yeah. It started it, running it, out of money. That's what I wrote. <laughs> at the end, I'm like, the, it looks terrible. Like one part of them will spark up and then finally catch. It just looks bad. Yeah. So they kill nine goons, is what they call them. Uh, but there's no master. Where's Where, the master? Where's the master? Where's the master? So they all get up and leave. And this movie is so predictable. The camera starts to pan down a little bit. You're like, why is the camera panning? There's like this the... plot of dirt. Yeah. Like, oh, well, the master's going to come out. And then his hands his come hands out. His hands come out of the dirt. Yep. <laughs> so he was sleeping underground because he's smart, but his goons are dumb. They're all just in the house. Yeah. Why? Idiots. Why? Did he, was he like, guys, sleep in the ground. Trust me. I don't know, but there's a lot of vampires sleeping in the ground in this movie. Mm -hmm. Only the smart ones. I guess. Only the masters. The dumb ones die. Um, so... They go to party at this motel, the whole crew. They invite a bunch of hookers to party with them. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Obviously. Um, and while one of the hookers is outside, she goes, like, goes to her like her room, I guess, or something. She's somewhere else from apart from the people. The main vampire, uh, Jean Valak. Ooh, the master. The master vampire that, that came out of the ground. Uh, he, uh, he does something he gives to her. Gives her a love bite. He gives her a love bite, but that's not all that he does. Well, that's what he's doing. I know what you think he's doing. I think he's doing what I think he's doing. Do you think he's performing? Cronolingus. <laughs> I, I know he's doing it. <laughs> uh, okay, so I don't know. We may differ here because uh, apparently in vampire lore, a bite is a really sexual experience and it's mm -hmm. pleasurable and blah, blah, blah. And they bite you in the neck. It's like feels good. And if they, he bites her on the inner thigh, mm -hmm. I guess, where you bite a pretty girl. I don't. Yeah, I, I don't know. Why you bite her neck? Sure, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why he did that. So I don't know what he was doing. I don't See, know if he was drinking her blood. That's part of the reason that I think he was because he bites her thigh, and they they cut away. They cut to her face, and she's like trembling or whatever. Yeah. And then we cut back, and he goes he he goes down there. He does, but I think he's drinking <laughs> her blood. That's what I thought. I don't know, man. I don't know if he's interested in you know the lust of the flesh. Everyone, please go watch Vampires. <laughs> John Carpenter's Vampires. Particularly the scene in the hotel. Let us know if he's doing what we think he's doing. Yeah, I don't know. It certainly looks like it. I will yeah. give you that. They shoot it from this very awkward perspective of the like point of view from the girl, and yeah. she's looking through her legs as his. But head it's is... like the only sexual part of this movie. Yeah. Uh, well, there's a part where she's tied up later, but that's and, like not. Yeah, and there's like some. 90s boobs at this party. They yeah, of course, well, it's the same part. Like an yeah, R, yeah, an R-rated 90s movie. Like everyone just had like boobs. has their boobs I out. Yeah, yeah, I don't whatever. But yeah, she, so she goes to her room because she convinces James Woods to have sex with her. Mm -hmm. So she goes to get prepared. Yeah. and the master you gotta get ready <laughs> breaks in and and uh, 
Turn, yeah. Turns her, if you will. Turns her is turnt. She got turned. She got turned. She's gonna get turned pretty soon. Uh, but then, like, pretty much just all hell breaks loose, and the master breaks into where everyone is yes. and just starts <laughs> and just murdering goes, everyone. Goes ham on everyone. <laughs> yeah. There's probably twenty or thirty people in this motel room, and he just oh. murders everyone except it's, for uh, uh, Woods, Montoya, and, and, Montoya. and uh, Jack Crow. Jack Crow. And it's really funny. This guy. James Wood's whole team just gets destroyed. Yeah. This guy opens the front door and it's the master. And the master just, you see his hand like swipe down. Mm -hmm. And then the guy's body just peels in half and he yeah. cuts him in half with his hand. He like stabs him in the stomach with his fingernails. Oh, and yeah. And rips it up. Pulls That's it right. up. And then That's he's right. like standing. It's like the thing where he's standing yeah. there and all of a sudden his body it, just peels, peels in, half. in half. Yeah. That looks pretty cool. Yeah, it actually looked pretty good. I thought it was a good practical. Um, Pretty gory. And um, there's a funny, I, I mean, you have to laugh. Just because it's so bad, like the the practicals were okay, but he sticks his hand uh, through a guy's body, and <laughs> as it's through a body, he grabs a person, a girl, and chokes her. Yeah, while his hand is <laughs> coming out of the other side of this guy's body, just like a double kill. Yeah, it's pretty pretty good. He also uses a girl as a meat shield to stop all these bullets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I just uh, one thing about this movie that I want to I didn't like the action in the whole movie. Is so badly yeah. choreographed. It's clunky. It's really clunky. And it's shot in such a way where they, I think they thought like, there's a lot going on on screen. So, you know, like a good fight scene, you're not going to see the details of people mm -hmm. not fighting. They or, want the Michael Bay route, if you will. It's just like, there was a scene where uh, <laughs> the master walks in and this guy gets up from a bed or something and the master kicks a, a chair at him mm -hmm. to like... I don't know, incapacitate him and block him or something. And the chair just like really gently slides across the floor <laughs> and it hits the guy and the guy has to act like he's like falling down. It just yeah. looks really bad. And then when James Woods realizes he he has like a dur moment. He sits there and watches all these people die yeah. <laughs> until he kind of comes to. He gets his gun and he jogs across the room, but he kind of skimpers across the room. <laughs> and and like the camera isn't moving fast enough. And there's a lot of stuff going on, so he can't get away fast. So he just kind of like tiptoes across the room, <laughs> and he's not looking, yeah. firing his gun. It just looks really weak. Well, he like what well, he he's trying to get the pole or something to stab him with, and so he like runs and he jumps into this counter where it is, and he just like hits it yeah. like on his rib, just <laughs> yeah. like full on lands on it. It's and a terrible <laughs> landing. He jumps and like hits his shoulder, and yeah. it's very awkward. And, but it's not endearing. It's not like, oh, they're humanizing him. He's not, no. such, he's not such a great vampire slayer. No, like it's just like a bad, bad scene. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the girl that, he, the, that Jack was flirting with is bitten, uh, but he like takes her away with them anyway. Like, he has plans for her. So it's, it's her, Montoya, and Jack, and they're all getting away in the Jeep, and they take her with her, and then they but, take her with them. Because she's now... Connected to She's the now master. connected to the monster, which we learned later at the time. I was like, why are you freaking taking her with you? Yeah. She's going to turn. But apparently it happens in five days, which is a long period of time, it seems yeah. like. Long vampire time, I guess. Mm -hmm. So, But as they're trying to get away, uh, Jean Valak tries to attack them, but he gets shot in the freaking forehead oh, yeah, with a, in the face you know, a, a magnum pistol Yeah, and just stops chasing them. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> it, it, it slows him down enough to, mm -hmm. to stop. So they stop. Uh, are they? Their truck runs off the road. There's like a trailer just in the middle of the road that they don't see until they're right up on top of it. For oh some yeah, reason. I guess they're freaking out because Valak was chasing mm -hmm. them and whatever. 
and it's midday now, so he's not even going to be able to find them. But he, they go off the road, and then they have to find another car, so they steal this guy's car. Yeah. I don't know why the truck had to go off the road. Why did they have to steal another car? I I don't know. It just got beat up or something. I, I, you're right, though. It, like, flipped. It flipped. It did all these flips. But why did it flip? They... Why did it flip? Why did they need? Why did they need it to flip? Why couldn't they just kept that truck? They, they were arguing and yelling because they were freaked out about something, and then they turned and something was in the road, and mm-hmm. he—it was like a horse trailer. Yeah, so that's why it flipped. Well, I mean, I know why it flipped, but in the context of the movie, why does that matter? Oh, I don't know because they because <laughs> they had to good. like rob a guy and take his car. Yeah, they needed a new car. I don't know. Well, whatever. Uh, it's, just, it's just inserting action. Yeah. It's suspense, obviously. I yeah. was very suspense. Yeah. <laughs> so, I was suspense. I was so suspense. Jack goes back to the motel room uh, to behead everyone and bury them. Yes. <laughs> so that's his job. Tough now. part it's of just, the gig. Yeah. <laughs> he cuts off everyone's heads, puts them in a bag, and then and burns them all. It. Burns the whole motel. Uh, it's on the news the next day and stuff. While he's doing that, uh, Montoya gets a hotel room with the girl, and then Jack goes to see a cardinal. So. These vampire slayers work closely with the Catholic Church. So it becomes a stupid. religious thing. They, which, they're employed by the Catholic Church. Yeah. So I, I guess that's a thing. I don't know a lot about vampires. So I, I, is that like a thing in vampire lore? Is that the Catholic Church is against them? No, I think, uh, I think the idea of religion in Hollywood is so stupid. And mm-hmm. everything that they do has to do with the Catholic Church. Yeah. If it's demons and exorcism, <laughs> Catholic Church. Yeah, they're the holiest. Right. If it's yeah. vampires, Catholic Church. Like, oh, yeah. And I guess they they that's what it is. It's like Hollywood relig- religion. Yeah. But they tried to tie it into the Catholic Church also by saying that he was a priest. So yeah. I guess that is maybe the bigger reason, like, that like, they created him. Mm-hmm. He was a priest who... In like, the um, 1300s or something? Yeah, like, a long, long time ago. And he tried to become immortal or something and they basically like burned him at the stake mm-hmm. and tried to kill him and he didn't die and blah 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 so they created him and now they're trying to kill this mm-hmm. and cover up the secret it's totally secret the vatican pays jack crow's salary and all this crap and blah 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 yeah and that's what we learn in this scene when jack goes to see him that john valak is the first and most powerful vampire but yes. here's a question so a European squad of vampire hunters was killed three days before. They were all wiped out by Jean Valak. How did he freaking get from Europe to America that quickly? Like, he has to hitch a ride on trains. He can't fly. He can't go during the day. Um, He's got to go at night. That's a good point. How'd he get there? Maybe he just turned into a bat and flew <laughs> the whole way. Yeah. He does kind like of count fly. Like freaking Chocula? Yeah. yeah, he count chocolate over here from Europe. <laughs> he does fly though. For I mean, in some lore, he that, jumps. Yeah, like he. Far. Yeah, he does like a jump fly. Yeah, like a Hulk jump, mm-hmm. sort of. So that's a great question, Matt. <laughs> I don't know. I actually didn't catch that. Yeah, that people died maybe, in Europe. Maybe he got on uh, a shipping vessel and yeah, came over. Maybe he got on one of those fast jets. He paid, yeah. he paid for a ticket. Maybe he has that thing that the vulture has in Spider-Man oh, yeah. where he just hooks onto the bottom of a plane. And, yeah, and, and just hitches yeah. a ride. <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. I don't know. Yeah, well, they kept the girl around because vampires have a telepathic link with their victims and she's going to be bait. So Montoya very creepily takes off all of her clothes and yeah. like ties her to the bed. Yeah. Boobs down. Boobs down. And you see her her uh, figure, I guess. You see, yeah, you see her figure. You see her tramp stamp that she has. Yeah, 
And uh, yeah, they just, I don't know why he stripped her. But he, he says to her, I took off your clothes and I cleaned you up. She was really gross and bloody and stuff, so maybe that's why. Yeah. But this is when he falls in love with her, though. It's the beginning of their, it's the beginning be- of their, their relationship. beautiful relationship. <laughs> <laughs> the worst love story maybe ever oh, told in so film. Dumb. Uh, so Katrina starts to turn and bites Montoya. So they have like a wrestling match of sorts. Like she gets out. And she goes onto the ledge. Of does she the bite him? Does she bite him because she's turning, or because she's trying to defend herself? Both. That's what makes him start turning. Yeah. But, but I, I took it as she's scared and she's freaked out, and so she bites him on the arm because that's all she could do. Yeah. It didn't look like a vampire bite, but you're right. Well, it, but I mean, it's, it's both. Still, she's a catalyst, turning right. and she's scared. I just mean she didn't bite him as a vampire. No, no, no. Right. Uh, I mean, she like pulls her through a window, like off the windowsill, and glass gets everywhere, and he gets a cut. Yeah, and that's she bites the cut and like sucks blood from his cut, and then she gets all sick, and he just knocks her. <laughs> he just, hits he just her. knocks her lights out uh, yep. on the bed, and then um, after that, Valak kills a priest in San Miguel. So we see like a first person perspective. Yeah, that the girl can see of Jean Valak. She gets these flashes of this happening. Yeah, and he like he he has the priest show him on a map where something is that we don't know what it is yet. But he like points to a map and then he just like takes his fingernails, his titanium <laughs> fingernails, and slashes his yeah, throat just and his kills head just rolls guy. off. Yeah. Oh man. And then kills other people in the church and stuff. Yeah, he kills like a cleaning lady and Yeah. That was it. Mm-hmm. It was cool. him and the cleaning lady. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Valak at this point assembles a small army of master vampires that oh, were just yeah. all sleeping in the ground. Uh who knows, man? Where did they come from? I don't know. Is it <laughs> explained? No, it's not explained. <laughs> you just there's a scene. I don't know. The girl witnesses this happening, him killing the priest. It's like an Evanescence music video. Yeah, like they it, all oh, come out of the ground really so slowly. Right. Yeah, and then out of nowhere in the desert, Valak comes out of the ground and he has this army of like really cheesy looking vampires too. Yeah, they all look like Helena Bonham Carter and yeah. the seventh uh, Harry Potter. Yeah, it's just, yeah, it's bad. Yeah. And they're all covered in dirt. Yeah, probably got sand in their teeth, like that gritty you know, <laughs> sand. Just can't but, get that dude, out of your mouth. Imagine being an actor out in the freaking desert in Arizona with all black on, black trench coats, yeah. buried in the ground, yeah. and you got to get out of this dirt. Yeah. Oh, I bet that was terrible. <laughs> I mean, they got paid, though. So How much? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> whatever. Whatever pays the bills, man. I guess if it was enough to be worth it, whatever. But Jack opens up and tells uh, Guiteau, that's his name, Like they picked up another guy along the another way. Another priest. When, yeah, another priest. Priest Guiteau. When he, they went to go talk to the cardinal, Priest Guiteau like, comes with them about how his... Uh, Jack tells him about how his father was a vampire and like he didn't tell his parents and he was about to kill his mom or he did kill his mom and so he had to kill his own dad. His dad turned into a vampire. Yeah. Killed his mom. And so Jack... Yeah. Had to kill his father. Yeah, so he's basically just trying to get information from Guiteau, like what he yes. knows. Yes, he, that's um, why he's on a mission. So it's so stupid. The church <laughs> realized his history and hired him as their chief. Van- they raised him. He's like, I was raised by the Catholic Church and blah, blah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so dumb. Let me know how you really feel. He's telling it to this nerdy little priest who's like, I've always wanted to be a vampire hunter and I've always been meh. Stupid. Meh. Yeah. Vampire hunters. He doesn't really talk like that, but that's how yeah. I view him. He's a head. wimpy dude, though. Uh, Guiteau tells Jack and Val- uh, tells Jack that Valak is looking for an ancient relic. 
So that's what Jack is trying to get out of him. He knows that he knows something about yeah. why John Valak. And like he knows the whole time and he only reveals it. Like he gives him a little bit of information like every 30 minutes. Yeah. Like stop it, Padre. You got to leak. Yeah, Padre. <laughs> give him, tell him what he wants. And it, and it sets him up for all these really violent scenes with James Woods where James Woods is just angry all the time. Yeah, like threatens to kill him and, yeah, like, and like stabs him. and Cuts his hand open and he's yeah. like super mean to this guy. Uh-huh. <laughs> And the guy finally is like, okay. And he tells him what they're looking for. But why didn't he just tell him in the beginning? Why is he trying to cover that up? Because uh, it's private Catholic church business. <laughs> but it has, like, they could take over the world if they yeah, can Yeah, but Jack doesn't. Hey, eh. it's the church's job. Okay. All right. Priest Kito is a, an ethical guy. I guess. Um, and then he also tells him that the priest that was just killed is the only person in the world who knows where this ancient relic is. So that's why John Valak looked for him. Yeah. Um, and the Cardinal and Guiteau came to America to find this black cross, is what yes, they're looking for. The relic. The relic. Uh, they don't know what it's for yet. They just know they're looking for it. So the cross, we learn after this from like, you know, uh, conversations. I guess Guiteau does know because he, I think he tells Jack that Valak wants it so he can walk during the daytime. Yeah, he knows the whole time. And he, again, my point, why did he not just tell him? I don't know. Whatever. But it would basically make Valak invincible. And vampires in general. Yeah, vampires in general, just because they can walk during the day and then you can't kill them. Because the only way you can kill a vampire is by getting them into the daylight. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or staking them through the heart. Staking them through the heart or the head or wherever they do it. Heart. They do it plenty of places. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they find Valak's hideout and plan to get them out in the daylight. So they're all underground still because they haven't gotten the relic or they haven't used it in the way that they want to yet. So there's like this scene where they go to this building and they have to go down this elevator shaft and Guito has used his bait. Mm-hmm. And to draw out a vampire. and Yeah, to draw out the vampires into the daylight. To get them to the bottom floor so James Wood can skewer them and then Baldwin can back yeah. the Jeep up and pull them out old school into the sun and it's it's tense man because montoya and the girl are changing yeah the girl's tied up in the jeep she's changing she's purple she's all pale and purpley and gross um montoya's like tired and stuff and mm-hmm. whatever but whatever. they do they, that's another long sequence of them trying to kill vampires and again james woods is not an action hero <laughs> he's just goofy yeah he's so goofy and he tries to be so cool in this movie and it's just not he was pretty terribly misused in this movie i think yeah much yeah. better in vir- Virgin s- Suicides. Or Hercules. He's Hercules. amazing in Hercules. Oh. There you go. Hercules. He's the voice of Hades. Hercules. 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 Uh, so, yeah, it's just like a 10-minute scene of them pulling like three vampires out at the end of the day. Uh, Valak comes out, and then Katrina is just like a full vampire at this point, and now she bites Montoya's neck. Yes. So she turns on them. She turns, yeah. She turns on them, and there's this big fight, and... <laughs> sorry this is gonna get really oh, you're so tired right now it's just of this movie jack crow gets taken yes and he is on a like he's on like the the crucifixion position and above some fire they 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 take jack crow the priest is got away he got away he's he like hiding. jumped yeah jumped in slow motion yes. to like this ledge yeah. he's hiding um montoya was driving away with the girl she bites him and so Jack is kept alive. Mm-hmm. He has a confrontation with his vampire. He's like, "Why don't you just kill me now, you son of a bee?" And whatever. And then, oh, the cardinal 
comes out and he's working with the vampire now. Mm-hmm. And he's like, the only way to stay alive in this world is if you become a vampire, Jack. So after all this is over, he's going to bite me and I'll be a vampire. Yeah. The reason they keep Jack alive is because they need a human sacrifice to complete the original ritual that Valak was trying to complete to become immortal and walk in the daylight. Mm-hmm. So back to you, they have him on a cross ready mm-hmm. to crucify him. Yeah. And one of the funniest things in the movie <laughs> happens at this point. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what you were going to say next, but I'm, I'll take it. If, go, go ahead. So Montoya is down the road in a Jeep. He, I guess he like reali- the, the girl bites him and leaves, goes mm-hmm. back to the vampires. He wakes up and he's like, oh, ugh, and he realizes he's been bitten and he goes back. He, he sees Jack <laughs> like with binoculars or something on a cross. He drives his Jeep up to the vampires. There's all these masters hanging out. Mm-hmm. As the Jeep is driving, Montoya, Daniel Baldwin, stands up in the Jeep, uses Jack's crossbow, shoots the cross, mm-hmm. right? And the cable's connected to the Jeep. And he, keeps dri- he gets back in the Jeep somehow, keeps driving, and basically pulls the cross down and drags James Woods away from mm-hmm. danger. And uh, I don't know if you saw this. No, his head like snaps. Yes. Like concussion it, it, 100%. It, it is hilarious. It's yeah. so funny. Like he, if this were real life, he would have broken his back mm-hmm. or his shoulders or, or, his, his, neck. or his skull, yeah. like his head or his neck. Yeah. It's, it's so fast. He rips this cross down and it's obviously a dummy. It looks terrible. Mm. But it, I laughed out loud because like, the cross is just like dunk, like it falls on the ground and makes this hollow wooden sound. And this gets dragged, like yeah. And James Woods would have been—he probably would have killed him. Yeah, it's so funny to watch. I'm but sure. I, I'm glad you caught that. It's important to note that Guito also killed the cardinal while they were about to do this séance thing. Yeah, he shot him with a shotgun. Right? Shot him with a shotgun from like a hundred feet yeah, away on the top of a building. Wouldn't work that way, but perfectly whatever. nice shotgun blast through the chest kills him. Uh, and there was like all this weird faux religious stuff too. Like the the cardinal was like, I used to believe in God, but oh, yeah. I don't believe anymore. So I'm afraid there's no afterlife. So that's why right. I have to live this eternally. Is, yeah. Uh, but he gets shot. So, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then Guito rushes down and like cuts Jack Woods or Jack Crow off of the uh, cross. And mm-hmm. they he like throws the axe while they're running away. Yep. Oh, man. It is so bad. Yeah. The sunlight comes up. Mm-hmm. And or I guess while they're doing this, they have a confrontation with the master. Mm-hmm. James Woods kills him. The master goes back into their hiding spot. He goes in there. I mean, is it okay that we <laughs> that I'm saying this? That I skip over it all or whatever? They they fight and he wins. Oh uh, yeah, the, the, the sun's coming out and 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 Jack Crow's like, the sun's coming out, Padre. Better wrap this up. And they end up killing a bunch of the vampires. The daylight kills them. Yeah, uh, but he, ki- then- he kills the master by like tearing the roof down of this building, and it he blows up, and there's like bloody black blood everywhere, and mm-hmm. yeah, very exciting stuff. Right, uh, and then we get the resolution, the love story we've all been waiting for. Yeah, uh, Montoya loves Katrina for some reason. Like that just happened throughout the course because, of because man, you know, it's like that uh, kidnapping thing where you fall in love with the person who kidnaps Stockholm you. syndrome. Yeah, and he falls in love with her, and she falls in love with him, and yeah. they're vampires now, so they're perfect for each other. Love story for the ages. And so she has to hide out in the back of this big armored truck because it's daytime. Mm-hmm. And he's not fully turned yet. He's yeah. still a human at this point. So he's like, we're going to leave and go off into the desert, and we're going to 
He's like, just let us go. And James Woods has to say, if I if I ever see you again, I'll kill you because you're you'll be vampires. Oh, I said he was gonna hunt them, right? Oh, I don't know. I think he, he's like, we're gonna go start. Oh, he's like, we'll start this way, and they he tells him basically he's gonna have like a five day head start on him or something like that. Yeah. So it's this overly emotional scene where Daniel Baldwin like climbs into the truck and he's like all sad and like mm-hmm. they like say goodbye and hug each other and stuff and it's so bad. You just it's don't really care bad. at all. Yeah. Yeah, and then he's like, all right, Padre, you want to go kill some vampires? And they go back into the nest and the movie's over. It's over. That's yeah. it. That's it, man. <laughs> oh, and they end the movie um, with some like dirty... I forgot what James Woods they they pick up the conversation and start talking about like testicles or something or balls from oh, something, er- yeah. something earlier. Yeah, there was like a joke or um, or he says like did that make you hard? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he he's like this really bad tough guy. Uh-huh. And he gives the priest a, a difficult a hard time uh mm-hmm. about like action. He's like, "Oh, that 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 uh, turn you on, it give you a hard on." Mahogany like, or whatever. Yeah. And then the priest is joking like, "Hey, I had a boner that whole time." It's just this <laughs> weird like this weird <laughs> He does say that. Yeah. <laughs> like not supposed to be, like it's supposed to be cute, but it's not. It's yeah. just awkward. <laughs> they're in love. <laughs> and then the movie's over. Yeah, we skipped like an earlier scene where they're driving. It's it's yeah, uh, yeah. Jack Crow and Guiteau. They're driving and Jack pulls Guiteau out of the car. He, he's he's not doesn't trust him. Doesn't trust him. He pulls him out of the car, beats him up, and then at the end, like he pulls him up and he's like, Does that make you hard? So oh, that's the joke he's they like bring Padre, back. Padre, when I was beating you, when I was kicking the shit out of you back there, did uh, that uh, that that turn you on? <laughs> he's just giving him a hard time. Yeah. And then, so I guess they go back to that. What? It's kind of funny. But Hilarious. Just, it's funny, not in the way that I don't. Right. I think they wanted it to be. It's no. kind of awkward. <laughs> yeah. Final thoughts. Yeah. Uh, this is a bad, bad movie. Uh, it's kind of funny though. I mean, like in a way that I don't think John Carpenter intended. It's like a point and laugh type thing. No. Um. I mean, pretty much all the acting is bad. Even James Woods is just bad in this movie. I don't think he was utilized properly. I mean, he's much better in a lot of other things that he's done, but it's clear that uh, this was not the right fit for him. There's a really crappy love story just shoehorned in there with the two vampires that Daniel Baldwin just becomes in love with this person that he kidnapped, and we don't know why. It doesn't go anywhere. Maybe if there was ever going to be a vampire sequel, they're the bad guys. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, uh, and it just looks bad. It looks like a it's just a badly, poorly made movie. And it had a it had a bigger budget initially, I think, but it got cut like right before they started filming. So there's a lot of good reasons why it probably doesn't look very good. But they still had twenty million dollars, and it's not easy to set people on fire. But man, those practicals were pretty terrible for the most part. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. Everything is bad. Cinematography is bad. The soundtrack is terrible. Uh, the beginning song is like. It's not burned in my memory anymore, but I couldn't stop singing it all night in my head. It was like, I hate this <laughs> oh, it was song. kind of a, like arresting. Like, what is groovy, this music? groovy blues music? Really weird. Uh, eh, probably don't watch it. Uh, yeah. It's one of those that's like, watch it if you want to watch something bad because this is bad funny. Yeah, uh, but it's it's a terrible movie, so I would say don't watch it. Yeah, uh, I have to agree with you. My first final thought that I wrote down is, Vampires looks like a high budget made for TV movie. That's what it looks like. Yeah. It looks like a made-for-TV movie, which fits all these actors' profile perfectly, so great, whatever. The character of Jack Crow is really excessive. James Woods just doesn't pull it off very well. He's, uh, quote, tough, and he does things like say, fuck, <laughs> all the time. Like He's just so mad, and he's like, F and F, whatever, and you're trying to, it's supposed to be cool, but it's not. It just came off to me really forced. His performance was forced. It wasn't natural. 
I would have liked to see someone else in this role. He's not an action hero. I mean, I like him, but I, he's just not very good in this movie. Yeah. So I agree with everything you said. It's just badly put together. The practicals are not good. I watched a few clips from Blade just out of curiosity, and it looks like it was made for a theater. The cameras they used to film it were way different. The, the lighting, the grit was just, it looked like a, a, a film. This looks like it was shot with cameras that you use to make a Hallmark movie. Yep. I don't know what that would be. I just, I know, it's, I know it when I see it. Visually, it looks totally different. Um, I would say don't watch this movie unless you are like a fan of cheesy horror. And a lot of people are, so great, have fun. But it's, even then, it's not that good. Like it, it's not going to satisfy your, your bloodlust if you <laughs> if you like weird, weird, gory, Speak for yourself. gory <laughs> movies. So don't watch it. This right. movie sucks. Don't watch it. Oh, it sucks. Get it? Ah, uh, because vampires. Because vampires. Oh, I'm so funny. Oh man, that's good. Well, now that we got to slog through that big pile of vampire <sighs> yeah. poop, that was rough. It's time to move on to our world famous America's favorite game show. <laughs> Guess that, that quote. Welcome to Guess That Quote. There can only be one podcast. One podcast. One podcast. So we are logging in here for Guess That Quote. I... I'm losing to you at 18 points. All right. You have 20. All right. We only have two episodes left after this where we're playing this game, so mm-hmm. I really have got to... It's neck uh, and neck right now. I got to pick it up here. Yeah. Uh, I delivered first last time. Yes. Why don't you go ahead first this time? Cool. I can do that. And we will uh, see what happens here. So I'm going to get my handy-dandy... Guess that quote timer. My handy dandy notebook. We my handy dandy notebook. <laughs> we had this made specifically yeah. uh, for this game, so I'm ready whenever you are. You gotta ask yourself one question. Do I feel lucky? Well, do you, punk? Dirty Harry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you might get that quickly, but I wasn't totally sure. Yeah, I mean, uh, uh that's how I feel sometimes with a quote. I'll be like, you know, I've said this. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, my reasoning for this is he'll think it's a Clint Eastwood movie, but he won't know which one, mm-hmm. you know, so. That's true. My Although, Clint Eastwood impression is uh, pretty good. Top notch. Top If notch. I do say so myself. Yes. Oh, uh, you reminded me in that voice. I forgot to read the tagline for vampires really oh, quick. Dang. Here we go. Prepare for the dawn. <laughs> yeah. What there, is the, okay? There's also they've been around for 600 years and they're very very thirsty. So that was a good one. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah, that's actually good. That that sounds like a comedy vampire movie. You know, <laughs> they're parched. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm ready uh, for your quote. So, wait. I just had your quote. Sorry. So I got three points. Mm-hmm. I had to go away from my somebody in the movie. Uh, I pull a quote from a movie they've been in because I couldn't find anything for anyone. So. Yeah, I know, right? That, that, <laughs> in this movie, I don't blame you. So yeah. now I'm sitting at 21 points, Matt. I am in the lead for probably a short time. Mm. I have my quote ready for you. All right. Are you ready? I'm so ready. Here we go. What we got here is a failure to communicate. Oh, action movie. I think 
uh, I think it's like a, I feel like it's like a buddy cop thing. I know I can hear it in my head. Oh, we got here is a failure to communicate. I want And that's 20 seconds. What I want to say I know isn't right. I'm going to say Independence Day. That is not right. Okay. But I will give you a clue All right. to help you. Your first clue, after I say the clue, I'll begin the timer again. Your first clue is prison. Oh, uh, prison. What we got here is a failure to communicate. That was a bonus help, help, <laughs> help from me. You doing the voice? Oh, no. Is it Shawshank Redemption? It is not Shawshank Redemption, oh. but we're at 40 seconds almost, so I'll give you another clue. Eggs. Eggs? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Ooh. Eggs. 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 He's struggling, guys. He's actually sweating. I can see it. <laughs> I'm actually crying right now. <laughs> he's, he's crying. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Three seconds. Eggs. And we're at one minute. Prison eggs. Prison eggs. Your last clue. Wait, I haven't guessed yet. Oh, Prison yeah. eggs. Uh, um, uh, uh, lethal Weapon 3. No. <laughs> <laughs> so you get one more guess, right? Yeah. That's three guesses, by the way. I know. We're doing four. We're four, okay. Yeah. Last clue. Paul Newman. Paul Newman? I'm not going to get this. Okay. So you, you give up? Uh, no, no, no. Toy Story. Two. Mm. Nope. Okay. He's not in that movie. <laughs> uh, is this it? is a quote from Cool Hand Luke. Oh, I haven't seen it. Classic, classic movie. Uh, Good movie. You should watch it. Sorry. Okay. So that was another movie. I was like, maybe he hasn't seen this. Maybe yeah. he has. It's a famous movie. I don't know. So, oh. Matt, I'm really sorry to tell you, buddy, but you didn't get any points that round. Oh, thanks. So I'm now <laughs> the champion so far. For now. For now. For now. I'm at 21 points. Matt is at 20 points. Okay. Hiya. I'll deal with it. I'll deal with it. I might have a hard time sleeping tonight, but it's okay. It's fine. You, I, you have a, you have two episodes left to to come back to make your your triumphant I'm return. So depressed. Uh, you're probably gonna hit me next week with a silent film quote <laughs> that I don't know. So, guess this cue card. Just, just those words that come up on yeah. the screen. All right. Well, thank you for uh, coming with us on this journey that we call Guess That Quote. Uh, look out for a mini-sode this week. There's a few things coming out. I don't know. This is, We're recording this before we see anything in the next week. Yeah. But I would imagine we go see Girls Trip. Probably. <laughs> oh, Just kidding. Oh. We're probably going to go see Dunkirk. I would okay. imagine. Okay. Oh, whoa. You scared me for a minute there. <laughs> Dunkirk or Valerian. My vote's for Dunkirk, obviously. Yes. Uh, Valerian disease is a really bad thing. You should get that <laughs> checked out if you have um, it. But, in, you know, the next week is loaded. You'll be gone, but I think I'm going to go see the Emoji movie. Oh, the, in two weeks? Two weeks. Yeah, I'm going back to Cali, but yeah, uh, something else is coming out that week, too. Atomic Blonde. Atomic Blonde. Yeah. Okay. I'll go see both of those that weekend, I think. You're going to see the Emoji oh, movie? Oh, I'm going to go see the Emoji <laughs> all movie. All right, all right. You can't stop me. Are you going to see Wish Upon? I should. I, uh, we'll I talk about that to. in this next episode. I know you want to see We'll it. talk about that in our, 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 uh, our mini-sode for uh, War for the Planet of the Apes, but... Yeah, guys, if, if you like what you heard, please subscribe. Tell your friends about us. Uh, please write us a review on Apple Podcasts or whatever you use. Those are like a big motivator. They really push us to keep going. And we'd love to read what you have to say on the air. So yes. say something nice. We'll read it out on the air. Uh, constructive feedback is also a welcome. If you want to leave that anywhere, we'll read that as well. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at Rewind Cinema Pod. 
You can find us on Gmail at Rewind Cinema Podcast. If you like the music, you can go to naturalanthem.net. That's right. That's it. That's all. Next week, we're talking about... <laughs> I didn't know you were going to do that. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Babe, Pig in the City. This is the farm. Peaceful. Calm. Civilized. But now, the only chance to save the farm is for one little pig. He can't leave. You're my lucky pig. (laughs) To go to the city. You can't leave. You can't leave. Anybody home? Anybody else? Nobody. Let me in. He's entered a world of outcasts and misfits. Who are these losers? Well, hey, slow down. If you're not a cat, stay in chat. I'm hungry. Fleetly, come back. We don't know where it's been. Separated from his owner. I seem to have lost my human. Totally on his own. You're just a little pig in the big city. What can you possibly do? What can anyone do? Destiny has changed his mission. I'm actually genuinely excited. Yeah. Uh, I've heard it's good. Really excited. Heard it's amazing. I yeah. one I told you this. One reviewer said it was the best film of 1998. And well, we're about to find out. And that was not in jest. Like yeah. that was a legitimate review. Yeah. So. All right. Well, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited. I'll see you there. Until next time, everyone. Watch more movies. Movies. Yeah. It's like Lee Daniels, the butler. Yeah. Who's Lee Daniels? No one knows who you are, Lee. And the butler was a crappy movie. It's the... Don't do that, Lee. Don't do it, John. It's the ego.